Here on Friday, September 27th, 2019. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit. Jay Book, Buckeyes against Nebraska tomorrow night. First primetime game for the Buckeyes. Really first real road game. I mean, we know Indiana's like Ohio Stadium West. Um, game will be at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. Will be televised by ABC for those that don't know. Buckeyes are favored by 17 points. Jaybrook, are you concerned about this game, or do you think the Buckeyes are going to keep things rolling? I feel pretty good going into this game. Obviously, it's the first true road test for this football team. I'm really anxious to see how the defense will perform. My eyes tell me uh, that this is a, a nasty defense, a disciplined defense, but this will be their first true uh, test against uh, a high-powered Nebraska offense with Martinez, who can move the football so I'm just a little anxious about that. Um, obviously, they're predicting this to be a high-scoring game. If that's the case, I really like Ohio State's chances here. To me, I think it's going to come down to uh, how how the game goes in, in the trenches. Will Ohio State's offensive line be able to control the point of attack? If they can do that, then Ohio State's going to be sitting pretty to, uh, tomorrow. All right, let's, uh, sometimes we say this for the end of the show, let's just get into brass tacks right now. What is your prediction for tomorrow? How do you think this will go, and what is your final score prediction? Yeah, I, I look for this to be a situation where Ohio State talent is going to uh, really, really excel here. Um, I don't think Nebraska can match up when it comes to blocking Ohio State's defensive line. So for me, I'm going out on the limb here. I'm calling it a 45-21 type of ball game here. I think Nebraska will get their get their shots in. Um, I'm curious to see how they handle uh, the punches and the flurry that Ohio State will hit them with. If they can't if they can't hold up when it comes to blocking those defensive ends, I I see Martinez really throwing some balls up for grab because that's the one thing about this Nebraska football team. They will turn over the football if you put pressure on them. That's crazy. Your, your prediction was forty-five twenty-one. I had forty-five to twenty. So uh, <laughs> great minds think alike. Uh, I love it. Um, hey, you mentioned Martinez. I mean, he's an interesting guy. I thought he'd be better, you know, so far this year. But it's still a very young season, and they continue to get better and better and better as the season progressed. Last year, as we know, they gave Ohio State a tough game in Columbus. They started off so bad. They only finished four and eight, but they were playing a lot better football toward the end of the year last year. When you look at Martinez, Jay Book, I mean, what do you see as his strengths, and, and what are maybe some weaknesses, maybe something you think Ohio State can take advantage of? Yeah, he's, he's, he's really dynamic uh, running the ball with his legs, obviously. Um, he's, you know, considered one of the best dual-threat quarterbacks in the Big Ten. He's shown the ability to throw the ball as a true freshman at Ohio State. He really uh, shows some arm talent there, and um, he's put up some, some big numbers so far throughout the season. But, Ohio, but Nebraska defense will give up uh, a bevy of points if you bum rush them. 
So for me, I think it's just going to be uh, spying Martinez, just making sure that you read your keys, you stay home, your gap sound, um, force him into a box, make him throw accurate passes, and if you could do that, you can really rattle his cage. Well, look at advantages that Ohio State could have. I mean, Ohio, I mean, this is you could probably say this for any game, but Nebraska's offensive line, I don't think it's terrible, but I don't think it's that good. And Ohio State's defensive line, and we'll get to maybe some guys that might be coming back for the Buckeyes tomorrow in a minute, but Ohio State's defensive line against Nebraska's offensive line, that's an area I think Ohio State can really get after the Huskers. I agree. I was listening to uh, a couple of Nebraska uh, local podcasts um, leading up to the week, and that was one of their biggest concerns as well as how the Nebraska offensive line will be able to block Chase Young and uh, the other guys there on the defensive line. That was like their biggest question mark. They're very, very skeptical about uh, being able to go into a, a deep passing attack. Um, a lot of the locals on the Nebraska side believe that the only way to counter this Ohio State uh, defensive line and pressure are quick throws and getting the ball out of Martinez's hands quickly. So even the locals are very concerned about that. And I think it's going to be a situation that if Ohio State can get them off script, um, second, second and long, third and long, then that's going to be a situation where it's going to allow the Ohio State defensive line to pin their ears back and get after Martinez. And then looking at the other side of the ball, I mean, Ohio State is so balanced. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, they're number three in the country in both scoring offense and scoring defense. And then you look at total offense and total defense. Ohio State has the number 10 total offense, number 11 total defense in the country. So they're highly ranked. They're they're balanced. I mean, just great on both sides of the ball. When you look at Nebraska, I mean, they're good offensively. They have the number 16 total offense in the country. Um but, man, they're number 72 in the country in total defense. By the way, that's where Ohio State finished last year, number 72 in the country in total defense. So Nebraska, 72nd in the country in total defense. I mean, they are I, – I, I, I still think they're going to play over their heads tomorrow night. I just feel like they will. But still, man, I think this is – that Nebraska defense is just not a good unit. Yeah, Illinois um, put up points on them, and obviously Colorado put up points on them. So they will give up points. Um, I fully expect Nebraska to treat this like their Super Bowl. I mean, the atmosphere is going to be electric. ESPN uh, game day crew is going to be there. Their athletic director had already came out this week and said the brand is back. So I fully expect um, Nebraska to come out and pretty much be able to run through a wall for Scott Frost. Now, once all of the emotions and the feelings calm down and you get hit in your mouth in that first quarter, how would they react? Um, if Ohio State starts reeling off points on them, is their offense good enough to match against this Ohio State defense? That's to be determined. On the injury front, the Buckeyes might have some good news that will be released later today. Uh, Ohio State releases its status report, a.k.a. injury report. They call it the status report. So we'll find out later, really later this morning. Uh, late this morning we'll find out. But uh, – from what I'm hearing, there's a good chance Jonathan Cooper could make his uh, season debut tomorrow. Um, there's a really good chance Robert Landers will be back. Sounds like last week was just a precaution. I do not think Tyreek Smith will play. But um, if the Buckeyes do get Jonathan Cooper back, I mean, he'd be making a season debut with that high ankle sprain. And Robert Landers, I mean, just I know they're already stacked on the D-line with maybe the best player in all of college football and Chase Young. But just how much do you think that would help if they do get Cooper and uh, BB back? I think it would be huge um, just getting – Getting those veterans uh, who who played numerous snaps 
and having them on the road with their veteran leadership um, will be big time. Uh, I'm curious to see how, how Cooper is. He's obviously coming in with fresh legs. Hopefully he's all healed up. If he can contribute, uh, any, you'll take that any day with Landers. Um, he's, he's a guy that can really create some pressure inside. He sliced through, you know, butter like, like a, you know, hot butter knife. So if you can get Landers in there, um, to contribute, obviously it's going to be a big plus, but anytime you can get fresh bodies back, you'll take it. And, you know, we'll see about the offensive line. There's some, you know, talk that Brandon Bowen might be a little banged up. Hopefully he can, you know, play through that. But, uh, yeah, if Nicholas Petit Ferrer, Nicholas Petit Ferrer, I keep pronouncing his name wrong. I used to pronounce it Petit Ferrer, then someone told me it was Petit Ferrer. Turns out they were wrong. It's Petit Ferrer. Um, but if the redshirt freshman, uh, tackle has to play, how confident would you be in NPF if he has to play in a game like this, Jay Book? Um, obviously, uh, you know, it's going to be his first big start if this, you know, does come to fruition. And um, you hope for the best. He's going to be a guy that's going to be thrown into a ruckus environment. I've seen uh, guys who played at Ohio State that are now in the NFL struggle early on on some of their first career starts. So you hope for the best. But I have confidence that uh, the other guys will get him all situated and he'll be able to go ahead and perform at a high level. So it's just a matter of him getting comfortable early on. Once he once he calms the nerves down and and the game starts slowing down a little bit for him, he'll be okay. Last thing, can you believe how good Chase Young is playing? We all knew he'd be great. He's like, I mean, like I said earlier, I mean, he's he might be the best player in college football. I don't think that's hyperbole. I mean, are you uh, even though we expected great things out of him, are you surprised at how great he looks? I'm I'm surprised. I mean, he, everybody knew that he was poised to have a big year. Um, coming off the, the season that he had last year. But right now, he is just uh, a man that's playing possessed. His hair is on fire out there nonstop. And the the one knock that you had that people had for Chase Young was there were times where it seemed like he was taking plays off. But I would counter that argument that he was also banged up last year with the ankle. And you're seeing a healthy Chase Young. And, and the thing that you really have to love about him is He's maximizing his potential right now. He's living up to his potential. And what you're seeing is a guy who could push for, you know, 15, 16 sacks right now. I think he's at, what, seven already. Um, you can definitely see him in the double-digit area. And if that's so, then you could make a small argument. If he, if he can start knocking on that door at 20 sacks, you may start seeing some people talking about a potential Heisman campaign if Chase Young can get into that 20-sack category, but I'm not going to count it too soon. If he can come in this game and, and, and get double digits and he's heading into the halfway point, knocking on the door at 10, then the, the shot is there. Great insights, as always, from Jonah Booker. Thank you very much, Jay Book, and thank you to all the listeners out there for tuning into the show. I appreciate it. Hope everyone has a great day and a great weekend. Enjoy the game tomorrow, Bucknutters. Let's hear the Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.